Yo, how's it going? So, sometimes the truth or, like, real life is stranger than fiction. So, a tearful teen suspect charged with murder as cops recover a knife sweatshirt after a random fatal stabbing of beloved New York City activist. Now, this man that got stabbed and eventually died and his girlfriend are people who are, well, a lot of people would use the term woke, are very left-leaning, are very supportive of certain groups, and are very anti-police, are very pro-BOM, and they ended up getting stabbed by a young black male. So it's kind of like a super, like, like, if you were, like, to take a step back and just look at the situation, it just seems like crazy like if someone were to just tell you that this happened you're like huh so you got people who are super pro BOM getting stabbed by a young black man and it's like they're like cult like viewpoint over groups right over very left-leaning groups is that the person's like friends basically said, like, oh, he would have been, like, very sorry for the individual, would have done stuff to try to get the person, like, a lesser charge or lesser punishment for him killing him. Like, it's, like, it's so crazy when you think about it. Like, this whole situation is just, like, it's mind-blowing to me, because it's just, like, it's just so weird. (laughs) So let's check this out. And it sucks that the individual died. Like, that's not funny. But it's just, like, the situation. Like, you wouldn't even really, like, think about, like, making up a story about, like, a crime like that happening. Because it's just so far-fetched. So the 18-year-old man, which this is the thing that's kind of, like, crazy. There's so many, like, news articles and probably even in this title of this, like, video where... They described the young black man as 18, because, you know, 18, whatever. But to try to, like, almost, like, minimize what actually went down, the guy stabbed the dude in the heart, like, in the heart, okay? That's, like, straight-up murder, okay? That is not just, like, you have a disagreement, you guys, like, tussled, you guys fought or whatever, because maybe you guys just were pissed off. The guy straight up stabbed him in the heart, okay? This is crazy. And from what it seemed like, for like almost no reason. So the 18-year-old man suspected in the random stabbing death of a beloved Brooklyn social justice activist was arrested on Thursday as cops raiding his apartment found a knife and a sweatshirt matching the one the attacker wore, police and sources said. Brian Dowling was pictured with tears running down his face and cuffs around his wrists and ankles as officers escorted him from the NYPD's 81st Precinct in Bedford. Stoy Vesant, after charging him with murder and criminal possession of a weapon. The accused killer was wearing the same white t-shirt and striped shorts as when cops busted him at his home on Lafayette Avenue near Malcolm X Boulevard just down the block from where Ryan Carson, 32, was knifed to death early Monday as his girlfriend watched. And, like, from the social media posts that were, like, get, like kind of getting exposed, right, 
the girlfriend is like very hardcore ACAB, which is like all cops are bastards type of thing, where like she's very anti-police, which is like, this is the thing that people don't understand. If you have less police in an area, things are going to get more dangerous. If there is less police presence in general, things are going to generally uptick in violence. It's just the nature of things. Because they almost act as like a deterrent. And that doesn't mean that you necessarily have to like cops, but it's like that position serves a purpose in the community. And the scary thing is, when you have like a city with a huge population of people all stuffed together in a small section, small area, you need more cops to manage that amount of people. Like, if you lived in the country, like, I not mean country, you probably wouldn't even need a cop for, like, acres. Like, for, like, almost like a whole county, you probably wouldn't even need a cop. Like, maybe you'd need, like, a five-man, like, sheriff department, maybe. But, like, there's such little population that it wouldn't even make sense for really there to pay for a cop to oversee the area. You might just have, like, a volunteer police force, pretty much. But in the city, like, you need a huge cop presence to try to prevent things like this. But, man, and also, to me... I've never understood why people like living in a city when you know that city is trying super hard to get rid of cops and you're like, yeah, let me stay in a massive city with people of all different cultures potentially clashing together with a huge population size with a rise in crime going on, with a lot of theft going on. Yeah, I really want to be in that situation. Not to mention how they're basically getting, you know, a lot of these uh, criminals like a slap on the wrist. Like, do you really want to be like living in areas like that? So the accused killer, blah, 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 yeah, okay. More than a dozen officers descended on the property, searching for clothing allegedly worn by the suspect, during the caught-on-camera attack. Cops found both Dowling and the Dark Champion sweatshirt believed to have been worn by the killer in the video of the attack, the sources said. Officers also found a knife in the home and will be working to determine if it was the murder weapon, sources said. Now, the thing that, like, it's kind of crazy to me, like, the guy's crying. Like, you're crying. Dude, you killed someone. You ended someone's life. A.K.A. they are not ever seeing the world, experiencing the world ever again. You just got arrested for doing that, for choosing to do that. Because that's the reality. He chose to kill someone. For what? You're 18, and now you just ended your own life after ending someone else's life. Not to mention destroying that girl that was with the guy that died. Like, 
the amount of PTSD that she's going to get from literally witnessing a murder right in front of her, like a lot of people are not going to be able to overcome that. Like the amount of damage done by this act is insane. And he's just crying. It's like, dude. Dowling was escorted from the apartment into a squad car by a hood of officers. A video from CBS News showed a ceiling has been cut. Carson's father, Ken Carson, wrote on Facebook at 11.30 Thursday morning. More details will follow, he added in a follow-up comment. I'm on the road escorting Ryan home to Massachusetts right now. I wasn't leaving New York City without him. Dowling lawyered up and did not make any statements to cops after his arrest, law enforcement sources said. But, you know, his kind of statement of crying is kind of like pretty telling because you pretty much know, like the guy knows that basically his life is done, straight up, right? You're on video committing a murder, okay? Like, you're not going to get a slap on the wrist for that, right? Regardless of how left-leaning a city is, you straight up shoved a knife into a guy's heart on video. So sources previously identified a mentally disturbed teen as the main person of interest in the murder of Carson. He was attacked near at a B-38 bus stop in Bedford, Stuyvesant, just before 4 a.m. Monday. Carson, a longtime campaign organizer for the New York Public Interest Research Group, and his girlfriend were heading home from a wedding on Long Island when the senseless attack occurred, police said. The assailant seemed to target Carson at random, forcing the community advocate to stand between the stranger and his girlfriend. The troubling surveillance footage obtained by the Post showed. The unhinged man can be heard yelling, I'll kill you, before the two scuffle, with Carson eventually tumbling over the bus stop bench while the attacker pulls out a knife and stabs him three times, according to cops in the video. Carson lay crumpled on the ground when the assailant turned on his girlfriend and spat on her. An unknown woman, who police said knows the suspect, then appears in the corner of the frame and seems to beg the knife-wielding man to not hurt him, and repeats what sounds like Brian. But he already killed the guy. So Carson died from a stab wound that pierced his heart, officials said, and his 32nd birthday would have been on Friday, record show. See, like, that's sad. He's like, this is the thing, right? Like, People have the right to, like, different views and whatnot. Like, I'm not judging the person for, like, their views or whatever. Like, the individual that ended up passing away. It's just... It's sad to see someone's life end over the choices of another person. Like, for example, it's one thing if you choose to, like, let's say, like, eat yourself into a coma and pass away. Because, you know, you're super morbidly obese, but that's a choice that you're making yourself, potentially doing to yourself, right, so you're going to get the effects of that yourself, right, but this other dude 
just decided to randomly stab this guy for no reason. And look, the guy might have been like completely high, probably was on fentanyl, potentially, who knows, because of how rampant that thing is within um, these major cities. But there's no excuse for it, right? And what the lawyers might try to do might either be like you know, like an insanity clause, potentially, but I doubt that's actually going to like go through. I think the guy's going to be punished pretty severely, even in a left-leaning area. So by Wednesday, police said they had identified the suspect, but were waiting for probable cause to make this arrest. NYPD Chief of Detectives Joseph Kenning said, Police said the alleged attacker may have been fighting with a woman identified by friends as his twin sister, Brianna, shortly before he began kicking over and damaging mopeds and scooters that were parked on the sidewalk. He then turned on Carson, seething, What the F are you looking at? Source said the teen works at a high school in Clinton Hill and is known to frequent the area of Commodore Berry Park in Fort Greene. It is unclear if he had a juvenile record, which would be sealed. But Dowling was issued three summonses in 2022, including two for disorderly conduct and was a robbery victim in 2021, sources said. He was also cited in an incident report related to a July incident in which his aunt claimed he smashed objects in his girlfriend's apartment following a fight and described him in a 911 call as mentally disturbed, sources said. If anything, this guy probably isn't mentally disturbed. He's probably a guy who has extreme aggression, right? But also only cares about himself, which is why he had enough feelings to actually cry about his situation because he knows, oh, my life is done, right? So he feels bad for himself. He certainly doesn't feel bad for the victim. That's for sure. So Eric Riddick, 58, who described himself as the best friend of the suspect's dad, Brian Dowling Sr., and considered the Dowlings his second family, said the teen was always a good kid, with no previous red flags that would have explained the murderous actions he is accused of. Yeah, you're always such a good kid if you end up stabbing someone in the heart. Uh Uh-huh. Totally. I mean, there were really no issues where you can go back and check if there were any kind of problems with him in the past, Riddick said. Now, I'm not saying that, like, someone who has, like, a completely normal mental state for pretty much their whole life can't just, like, have, like, a mental crack and something, like, just triggers them. Because that can probably happen to anyone. But... It kind of sounds like this guy had a history of extreme aggression, right? So if you combine extreme aggression with the lack of basically empathy towards other people, but also that you have like a strong like emotional tie to what happens to yourself, it's like this guy is like probably like a narcissist with extreme aggression. So it's like, it's not a good mix like at all. Still, Riddick said that Dowling's mental state should be looked at by authorities. Riddick said he'd spoken with the teen just a couple weeks ago on this block and everything looked fine, adding that Dowling was 
who was heavy into sports, had just graduated from high school this past spring and most recently worked in construction with a previous job at a restaurant, he said. He said he was on the phone with Dowling's dad earlier Thursday and showed up at the home in the late afternoon because he was so distraught he couldn't speak to me. Two young women, who described themselves as best friends, Brian's twin sister, Brianna, but also friendly with Brian, also showed up at the Dowling house, and when asked about the suspect's mental health, one of them replied, I do know there have been issues. She refused to give further details before receiving consent from the family, and a few hours after Dowling's dramatic arrest, one neighbor who requested room anonymous told the Post it was complete shock to hear about what... Dowling did. Like, look at this, right? You see him right here. This guy's trying to push him away, which is kind of crazy. Like the girls, like all the like his this guy's girlfriend is just like standing there. Like she should have been like running, calling nine one one or whatever. But no, she didn't do nothing. This guy's literally just like walking him down, right? And right here, right here. You could see him literally carrying a knife, chasing him. Now, I believe he ends up tripping onto this bench, which allows him to basically go straight on top of him and stab him. And then he faces the girl. But, oof. Let's see. I mean, what was he even doing roaming the street at that time of day with a knife? Now, here's the thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with someone carrying a knife, right? But this guy, for sure, intended to kill this individual. Like, he's literally chasing him down, like holding a knife downward like this. Like, that's crazy. The individual said he lived in the neighborhood all his life and used to know Dowling's family better. He remembered the accused murderer as a good kid. They're always going to keep saying, like, these individuals are good kids. Like, oh, he was such a good kid. Nothing really ever happened when he was a kid. You sure? Like, what's your actual definition of a good kid? Right? So, I mean, he could have technically been a good kid on the outside to, like, the adults, but at the same time basically beating the crap out of other kids. Right? So today with the young kids, you know, they get all their stuff from the Internet, all these bad influences... And they don't want to hear what we got to say, they lamented. What does the internet have to do with a guy, out of aggression, for whatever reason, decides to just randomly stab a dude that's like looking at him? Okay? What does the internet have to do with that? I mean, one day you could be dead close to the person and they're thinking murderous things or got a murderous mind. I mean, that's major. I mean, heck, isn't there like a song called Murder on My Mind? Other neighbors said Thursday that, of course, the arrest of Dowling and their heinous crime is shocking. Imagine if it was someone from your block, said Ricardo Sanchez, 51. Alyssa Vladimir, 39, added that after reading about Carson's activism work, it seemed like if he would have lived, he would have advocated for Dowling not to be incarcerated like that, so that I think is the most tragic part about the whole thing. It's not really the tragic part, it's kind of like 
Would the right term be ironic? I don't know. I mean, you, you could correct me. But it's just like, it's so weird. Like like I said, truth seems far weirder than fiction. We don't hang out outside at 4 a.m., but we heard about it through the news, and there was all this commotion outside. She said, I feel really bad. He made one really bad decision, and that's going to affect him for the rest of his life. The thing is, I don't even know if he's actually going to get out from that type of act. I mean, it might be a situation where he gets out like after 25 years, which to me is like, if you purposely kill someone, you should probably get probably the death penalty or life in prison. Like, one of those two. Because like, you literally ended someone's life. Let's see some of these comments. And feel free to give your thoughts about this too. I just found it very interesting. Because you had someone who like really advocated for certain things. And then basically someone from the community that they advocated for off them. Like, it was like such a weird thing to like picture. Let's see. Concealed carry, legal or not, is better than the alternative. Let's see. What's this punk crying about? He's made his bones, and now he's a killer. With these people, killing someone gives you a status, gets you jobs, and gets you laid. Interesting. Yeah, a lot of people are almost kind of like making fun of the victim, which I don't want to do. It's just like, again, just like the mental image is so eye-catching, I guess, like mentally speaking. So in honor of the victim's political philosophy, he should be released, provided with free housing for life and a medal of... Meritorious service presented to him by Mayor Party Boy. All law enforcement personnel involved in the investigation and arrest should be fired and prosecuted immediately. No bail. Like, the thing is, the crazy thing about it, due to the things that he supported, and also what his girlfriend supported, this kind of, like, thinking as to, like, what the outcome should be is actually not too far off from what they would try to potentially do. Which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Let's see. Prayers for this unfortunate soul and strength and peace for his family to endure. That's probably the nicest comment in this comment section. The killer dot 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 made one really bad decision and is going to affect him for the rest of his life. Bad decision? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. He 
murdered this poor victim, stop labeling evil and depraved acts as bad decisions or bad choices, it takes away the grave personal responsibility we all have to not harm, let alone kill, another human being. Yeah, see, the thing is, this is pretty much a very evil act, because the guy went out of his way to go and basically chase down this guy and kill him. Like, this is some, like, some really evil stuff. Yeah. Feel free to give your thoughts about this. I just thought this was, like, a very interesting situation. But what's also crazy, who knows, maybe there'll be, like, some sort of, like, civil lawsuit on... Who knows? Maybe the girlfriend. Like, you never know what's going to happen with this type of stuff, right? Like, there's some, like, crazy outcomes with this sort of stuff. Like, who knows? Like, who knows what's going to pop up in, like, a week or two or a month or who knows? Just insane to me. But prayers to the guy who passed away, even though there's probably like a 99% chance that the guy did not believe in God. Yo, how's it going? Jason Derulo sued by Singer, alleging he demanded snoo-snoo, or sex, in exchange for a record deal. So, let's get right into it. Singer Imaza Gibson, I think that's how you pronounce it, alleges that Jason Derulo promised her a record deal, but then pressured her for sex in exchange for her career advancing, as charged in a bombshell lawsuit. I'm at this point in my life right now, it's very heartbreaking, Gibson25 told NBC News on Wednesday. Now I have no clue what the truth of the matter is. Maybe if they get to court, maybe if there's like some sort of like discovery, maybe more things will come out. But the problem that I see is like going through the like civil way, but not like a criminal way. That's like a weird thing to go through. So Gibson moved to LA in 2008 to pursue a music career with her sisters, Saria and Zunui, as the music act Saradi, and their YouTube channel has over 1 million subscribers. Props to them. Gibson's sisters no longer work in music, but Gibson was hoping to pursue a solo career. In a lawsuit filed Thursday in LA County Superior Court, Gibson alleges that Daryl eventually dropped her deal after she rejected his sexual advances and invitations to dine out and drink alcohol. Gibson accuses the Whatcha Say singer of quid pro quo sexual harassment. I have anxiety. I'm traumatized. I've dealt with inhumane work situations. I'm at this point where I'm back to zero and I have nothing, she said. I mean, inhumane work situations. I could probably think of quite a few inhumane working situations. Like, for example, like in India, there's hundreds, if not thousands of people working in landfills dealing with chemical waste day in, day out, and they live next to chemical waste landfills. I think that's a pretty inhumane situation, like work situation. But, you know, I don't know what she had to deal with. 
According to the lawsuit in August 2021, Derulo reached out to Gibson to become involved in a venture between his music imprint, Future History, and Atlantic Records. The filing also said that her contract required her to have a single featuring Derulo and to produce a mixtape in four months and an album in six. She began working with Derulo to create music to present to Atlantic Records executives, she said. And during this time, Derulo often invited her to drinks and dinner at a members-only lounge. She turned down these invitations, hoping to keep the relationship professional, she alleged. According to the lawsuit, he also began inviting her to drink during their studio sessions. In September 2021, she agreed to have a drink with Derulo in the studio and was given inappropriately large amounts of alcohol, the suit says. I told him that I wasn't a drinker, so it's like you know you're not listening to that the first time I tell you, and you're still pushing on me, Gibson said. It's like pressure at this point. In November of 2021, Gibson traveled to New York City in November to meet with Atlantic executives and finalize her deal. Before the meeting, Derulo allegedly told Gibson that a woman named Rosa would be joining them. According to the suit, the woman told Gibson that Derulo invited her along because he was on some F.S., implying that Derulo was in an intimate relationship with Rosa. Derulo then showcased Rosa's music, the lawsuit alleges. Gibson saw this as a sign of Rosa's career progress because you're sleeping with his dude, she said. So I noted that as well because, okay, she's advancing, she said. The filling claims that when Gibson commented that she was thrown off by Rosa, Derulo lost control and began aggressively hitting his armrest, screaming, What does she have to do with you? We weren't going to tell you anything. We don't have to tell you anything. He then allegedly went radio silent following this exchange, filling to his son Gibson, a project manager for her work, and ignoring messages. According to the lawsuit, Gibson spoke to an executive from Atlantic who said, The Atlantic team wants you to win, but I can't say the same for Jason. And then Gibson was dropped from Atlantic on September 6, 2022. Gibson's lawyer... Ron Zambrano said Derulo not only broke promises and breached contracts, but his threats of physical harm and unconscionable sexual advances toward this young woman, who was just trying to break into the industry, were outrageous and illegal. The post reached out to Jason Derulo and Atlantic Records for comment. Now, I obviously don't know what happened in this situation. I don't know if she's telling the truth or not, but there has been, like allegations over the past few years when it came to Jason Derulo where like he would force people allegedly to like sign NDAs potentially doing something very sketchy but again no idea if that's true no idea if this situation is true it's just like you would think that they would try to go down more so a criminal route rather than a lawsuit because a lawsuit implies that her main goal is to get money out of it but with a civil like with a criminal case right a criminal suit you're actually alleging that he committed a crime punishment by like jail and or prison 
So you would think that she would go more so that way if, in fact, things did go how she described. But who knows? Now, again, I don't know if he technically, like, even, like, with, like, these statements, if that is enough for sexual harassment. I have no idea. But uh, it'd be interesting to see what happens from this. One thing's for sure, though, Jason Derulo has been basically in the news recently, not because of something potentially heinous, but that he basically blatantly steals people's content and just goes, like, reacting to it, but not really reacting to it. It's like, oh, look at this video. Nods. Or just gets a haircut, looks at a video. Or just looks at a video. Doesn't even do anything. And he's probably making, like, a few six figures with his, like, reaction content when it's not really reaction content. So, does he have, like, good morals to begin with? Not really, because he's just blatantly stealing content. So, is it possible that he did something like this? Probably. But, again, who knows what really went down. Let's see some of these comments. So this person says, Translation, her music career flopped, and now she is trying to make money by suing. Let's see. Let's see. This person says it is not illegal for one adult to make advances toward another adult. Just because her career didn't take off doesn't give her a case. See, this is like a weird situation, right? Because like I don't know if this would be deemed as sexual harassment because they didn't have like a boss and employee relationship. It was more so like two people working on a project together that didn't go through and one person was interested in the other person but the other person was not interested and it doesn't really seem like he forced her to do anything so it's like I don't know like maybe she felt pressured but is that illegal I don't know because like it gets like, it might be, like, a different situation if, like, let's say that there was, like, a contractual obligation where he was, like, the employer, she was an employee, and then that gets super weird in terms of, like, legality when it comes to, like, sexual harassment. But if it's just, like, two people working on a project together because they're trying to present that project to people that might pay them for it, and things kind of get weird on the personal side... I don't know if that really deems as, like, illegal harassment. Hmm. 
and also because of like I think a recent uh, revelation about another allegation of this type of context, but like way worse. And that one basically was a lie and ruined the guy's reputation. And the girl tried to steal like millions and millions of dollars from the guy from these allegations. Like, the problem is when so many people end up creating false allegations towards these like public male figures, a lot of people start to like look at these allegations and be like, but did it really happen kind of thing? Which is like a sad thing because then like real victims of potentially heinous things aren't going to feel like they are going to be believed if they were to make the allegations. So it's like a really sad situation regardless. Interesting. Feel free to give your thoughts about this. I just thought it was kind of interesting because Jason Derulo has been uh, getting a lot of attention lately because of just blatantly stealing people's content, potentially costing a lot of people hundreds of thousands of dollars while he's making hundreds of thousands of dollars from this content that he's stealing. For like example, hold on. So let's do this. Just so that I can show people what I'm like even talking about. As to him stealing content. So Jason Derulo. Uh, YouTube. Uh, nope. I am not going to allow the song to be played. Right? So this guy's got like 21.7 million subscribers on his YouTube channel. Now, you think that might be because of his um, songs, right? Because he got like 1.7 billion views, nearly a billion views, nearly half a billion views, etc. You think it's because of these as to why his uh, subscriber account is so massive. It is not because of that. It is because of these, the shorts. Because he's constantly, constantly getting crazy amounts of views on these videos. Just constant, 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 constant. Because of just the sheer amount of output that he can do with it. It's like he doesn't even like actually react to any of these things. It's just like blatant content stealing. So, actually let's do this. So, Jason Derulo... Social Blade. So let's see. So video views for the last 30 days. 1.486 billion views. Right? Potentially making nearly 400k per month all the way up to maybe 6 million per month. Potentially is making 4.5 million a year to 71.3 million a year. Piece of his viewership count. 
Like, this is crazy. And this is the reason why it's basically all that short content that he's stealing. It's all from right here. So basically, he was averaging about anywhere from 50 to like about 80 million views per month, right? In this area. But then, it goes from right here. The May 87, June 215 million. This one's 524 million. Then 1 billion 199 million 752,000 video views. And then 1 billion 711 million 472,291 video views. Like, this guy is like making like a crazy amount of money potentially from his stolen content <laughs> and also just building up his brand too, which is kind of crazy. Like, <laughs> like, if anything, a lot of these uh, content creators should sue him for blatantly stealing their content and posting their video on his channel without him basically really doing anything to their video. So, at least that's what should potentially happen. Is it going to happen? No. But, in terms of, like, actual legitimate civil lawsuits that could actually get him to pay up, that's probably a more, like, achievable civil lawsuit. Yo! How's it going? So apparently this mom lives in a tent with her five kids and homeschools them due to skyrocketing cost of living. So let's get right into it. The rising cost of living has forced many parents to look for alternative ways to raise their kids. One mom's story has gone viral this week for doing just that. But while she strongly believes she's doing the best thing for her family, she's been slammed by trolls who don't agree. London Shanta at London Shanta spent three years planning and procrastinating before finally moving her family into a tent in the woods. That already doesn't seem like a good decision. Now, a clip of how she homeschools her children has attracted attention. You can't just homeschool and live in a tent with five kids, text over the video says, which is a comment from an online troll. She captioned the post, Always going to be someone that tries to discourage you from creating the life you want, but successful people don't listen to people who submit to mediocrity because they are too afraid to believe they can. Oh, nothing living rent-free, stress-free, opinion-free, building generational wealth for my crew. Just wait until we buy our RV and live our best world, schooling, life, traveling six months out of the year. Well, there's like a lot of things wrong with this type of statement. So this person is trying to create generational wealth but also wants to focus on trying to buy their RV, which they're probably going to be buying with debt because they probably can't afford the RV. So you are going to go into debt into something that's a liability.
ability, aka it's going to go down in value as time goes on, it's basically going to be a money pit, so you're not really creating generational wealth. The only way you create generational wealth is by a few things. One, you need to own more assets than you do liabilities. So, for example, don't be buying cars because 90% of them go down in value. You want to be buying homes, stocks, maybe, maybe if you got excess cash, crypto, maybe, right? But you want to go and buy things that will grow in value and typically compound over time. Now, there's another way that you could also do it too, where you could, like, if you have like a large amount of money, you could technically structure it in a way where all the generation's expenses get basically covered by like some sort of insurance policy. But that gets pretty complicated. Where, like, basically, you could have like a whole lifetime of expenses, basically, money that you're losing get covered by like a really thick thick insur- uh, insurance policy, but again, that gets way too complicated and really only worth it if you are someone who's making like millions upon millions of dollars. She included the hashtags, hashtags homeschooling, hashtag generational wealth, hashtag debt-free journey, and hashtag tent life. The post came after she had encouraged her followers to embrace gratitude and create their own dream life. She said, I was working, uh, I was 20 working multiple fast food jobs and going to school with no money saved. Just two kids in faith. I would look up land prices and plan out my future home in the country somewhere on land I own. That technically isn't a bad idea. At 28, I'm on my land creating this life with my husband and five kids, happy and still keeping faith in the vision. I mean, at the very least, they have their family all together, so that's pretty good. She added, this is your sign to be thankful for what you have, but to always follow your heart and create the life you deserve. And despite many congratulating the mom on making some tough decisions, the comments on her videos are often critical. One viewer wrote, I'm sorry, but there's too much going on in the road, and I feel this is selfish to the kids. Like, here's the thing. They could have gone about this in a very different way. Like, you could have bought, like, a pretty cheap pre-owned trailer or even a really, really cheap mobile home to live in. Like, and I'm talking, like, dirt cheap, and make that work for, like, three years while you save up a whole bunch of money, right? That would have potentially made way more sense than doing a whole tent homeless situation. Like, that doesn't even make sense to me because like there's so many better options that are still very cheap that you could have gone down than basically being homeless. So, another said, the only thing I keep hearing is rent-free, with no valid real reason. However, others have said things such as, can we get videos of day-to-day life? I love this. And, you got me smiling from ear to ear. I'm so proud of you. So again, I don't think there's necessarily anything wrong with 
wanting to live a certain lifestyle for a short amount of time so that you dramatically make like progress in your financial situation. So for example, if you're like house or rent poor, right, apartment poor, like basically if you're spending all of your money on housing, on transportation, etc., to the point where it doesn't matter how much you work at your job, how much you're getting paid, because you just simply don't have enough like margin. Like there's not enough of a difference between the take in and the take out to where you're making any any progress, I can understand making like a drastic change for like a year to dramatically alter the course of your future because let's say you gotta live in like a really weird situation for a short amount of time and then by the end of it you're living a pretty healthy lifestyle. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But again, doing this whole tent thing just doesn't even make sense to me. Like you could have bought like a super cheap van, right? You could have bought a super cheap trailer. There's so many like trailers that you could just like wind up right, like camping trailers, that probably costs like a grand, maybe a couple hundred bucks, but it's large enough where you could end up having like a bed for your kids, right, because it's one thing for the parents to be struggling like crazy, it's a whole nother thing with your kids not having a place to sleep at night that is reliable, right, and like a tent situation is not really reliable, nor is it really safe, so there's just so many things wrong with this type of situation, but let's check out some of these comments. Let's see. My advice starts with, number one, turn off the baby machine. The thing is, I mean, having five kids is probably really expensive. Well, a lot of people are not reading this article. They keep asking, like, where's the dad, where's the dad, where's the father? But she has her husband. This person says, good for you, ma'am, praying for you and your family. The thing is, like, their idea is okay. The execution is horrible, right? That's just the truth of the matter. Like, the execution, execution, execution is just bad. Holy crap, there's so many people saying, like, where's the dead? Like, there's so many people who, who did not read the article. Twenty-eight years old with five kids. Next. This person says, single parenthood. Wonderful world model. She should run for Congress. <laughs> and the person... 
responds, she's married, read the article. Like, do, like, people just, like, read headlines and that's it? Is that the reality of, like, the general population where they literally just look at the headline? Like, come on. <laughs> like, it didn't even take that long to get to the point where it actually says, oh, she is living this type of lifestyle with her husband. Same mentality as a crazy cat hoarder. No husbands, no fathers, no money, no birth control. This plan will not work. Again, she has a husband. Crazy. Very crazy. Feel free to give your thoughts. I am actually really shocked to find out that so many people don't read past the headline of an article. When the article is like, wouldn't even take that long to read. Like, it's only taking long for me to read because I'm making, like, a video about it. But, like, you could probably skim through this article within, like, a minute, two minutes, and see that she has a husband. Like, that's super odd to me. Yo there, how's it going? Now, this is a very depressing article. So, apparently, a pharmacy accidentally gives abortion pills to patient undergoing IVF. They just killed my babies. So yeah, this is uh, some pretty dark stuff, you know. So a Las Vegas woman who underwent in vitro fertilization was left heartbroken after a CVS pharmacy accidentally gave her abortion pills that took the lives of her unborn children. Tamika Thomas, a mother of four who previously had her fallopian tubes removed, recalls that she began cramping really bad when issued misoprostol instead of doctor-prescribed vaginal suppositories in 2019. She recently told Station Kloss, I started cramping really bad. My cramping went beyond that. It was extreme. It was painful, Thomas said. After taking two doses, the IVF patient checked the bottle she was given from the North Vegas Pharmacy. The first thing I read is it's used for abortions, she added. They just killed my baby, both my babies, because I transferred two embryos. The Nevada TV station reported that it had obtained documents, documents outlining that it was two technicians along with two pharmacists responsible for the fatal error. It was shown that one technician misunderstood the generic name for the brand Thomas Doctor had prescribed her and had entered the incorrect name into the prescription. A pharmacist failed to spot the error and another did not counsel Thomas at the time she retrieved the pills, according to the clause. It, the error, would have been caught because then they would have had to have the medicine in their hand, Thomas said. And they would have said, oh, this is misoprostol or cytotech. Have you taken this before? And I would have said, no. After complaining to the Nevada State Board of Pharmacy, the two pharmacists faced fines and provisionally lost their licenses ones which can be reinstated over the next year. As a human error, one of the pharmacists testified, it was just a human error, and I'm so sorry. 
CVS, like, in, here's the thing, like, so sorry, like, you technically ended this lady's two kids, like, I don't know how many sorries are going to be basically enough for that, like, so, it, like, you got to keep in mind, there's, like, so many things that, like, are horrible for this woman, she lost her two potential kids, IVF itself is beyond expensive, right? Beyond. You have stories of people going through IVF in the tune of like 20, 30, 40, 50K plus to try to get it to work. And then this happens, so you lose your kids and you lost all of your money. It's like a double whammy, you know? CVS was also fined a statute max of 10k for the incident, which is so tiny. We've apologized to our patient for the prescription incident that occurred in 2019 and have cooperated with the Nevada Board of Pharmacy in this matter, CVS said to the TV station in a statement. The health and well-being of our patients is our number one priority, and we have comprehensive policies and procedures in place to support prescription safety. I highly doubt that because what people need to understand these pharmacy joints can make disgusting amounts of money. Like, crazy amounts of money. <laughs> Prescription errors are very rare, but if one does occur, we take steps to learn from it in order to continuously improve quality and patient safety. Like, oh yeah, sorry we killed your kids, but you will learn from our mistake. Now, four years later, this car remains open for Thomas and her family. All I got was a sorry, the grieving mother said. It would never be good enough. Yeah, so all she got was a sorry. They didn't pay for her bills, from what it seems like. Like, she got screwed over like crazy. Now, some might say, well, I mean, she did take the pills without looking at the pill prescription. But a lot of people, a lot of patients don't know what they're taking. Like, that's just the truth, right? A lot of patients will put faith in their doctor, put faith in what they're getting on the prescription, and will assume that that is what they need to take. It's sad. So this person says, this is so bad. IVF is a painful and difficult road. To have that taken away by a pharmacy mixing up abortion pills, my God, I feel for that woman and her husband. Let's see. Oops, really? That's all you have to say? Time to sue CVS for what little they have left. The thing is, they can't. They literally paid out the max, which was 10K. Yeah, so this is a pretty good statement. Most people trust was given them by the pharmacist to their detriment. Absolutely awful. Yep.
CVS also gave me the wrong medicine too. Check your meds. Hmm. Yeah. This whole thing's sad. Because again, like, hold on. What is the average cost for IVF? So, average cost of IVF. How much does IVF cost in 2023? Hmm. A single IVF cycle defined as ovarian stimulation, egg retrieval, and embryo transfer can range from $15,000 to $30,000. Depending on the center and the patient's individual medication needs, medications can account for up to 35% of those charges. At best, this price tag is daunting, and for many of us, it sounds entirely out of reach. Yeah. Now, what's also very scary about IVF, in terms of cost, what many people don't know is that the majority of people who do IVF tend to go through it by financing. Which, by the way, keep in mind... IVF isn't like 100% going to work every time. So imagine you going $30,000 into debt and it not work. So you lose your kids, you go into debt for this money, and then you got to try to do it again. So you're losing, like you're feeling the loss of your kids while being reminded of the loss of your kids every month when you got to pay this bill. Like, it's just a horrible situation. So one thing's for sure, sucks for this individual, and it seems like she can't really do anything about it from what it looks like. But if, just as like a FYI for people who do end up wanting to go the round, like, go down the route of IVF, if that's the route you decide to go down, you really need to try to cash flow it because you don't want the double whammy of losing your kids and then having to be reminded about the loss of your kids every single month while you're paying a debt payment for the IVF that did not work. Like, because... That's just going to be like brutal for a person who, I don't like, a lady who was trying to like get kids and then not get kids at the end of it. Like that sucks. That like really sucks.